Hello and welcome to Sea Trade Cruise Talks. We're back with another episode. Sea Trade Cruise Talks is a series of educational content featuring cruise professionals and industry leaders discussing the challenges and opportunities of the current and future industry climate. You can sponsor a talk to align your brand with innovative thinking and recent trends and to receive highly relevant, engaged leads that are seeking the sort of value your brand provides. Contact us at sales at seatradecruise.com or find us on socials at seatradecruise. And don't forget to like, comment and subscribe to our channel for weekly talks content. I'm Holly Payne, Editor, Video Production and Deputy Editor at Sea Trade Cruise. With me is Sonia Limbrick, Head of Cruise at the Port of Dover, and Christian Price, the Port's Chief Commercial Officer. Welcome. Thanks, Hi, Holly. First of all, could you give us a quick snapshot of port operations this season? So we have 127 calls this year, which is fantastic for a year when we're in transition. So we're very excited about that this year. Great to be back. That's excellent news. Really glad to hear that, Sonia. So what do you consider to be especially unique about the Port of Dover? I always say if we could stand on the streets, probably in uh, North America, where a lot of our guests come from, not only European guests, but a lot of guests from North America. And we spoke to 10 people and said, what do you expect to see when you arrive in the UK? I'm pretty sure that eight out of those 10 people would say white cliffs. So we're very unique in terms of our beautiful backdrop when guests arrive with us. But we're not all just about cliffs and castles, which we'll come on to talk to you about, Holly. But yes, I think that's the first thing. And that's what makes us unique, I think. And could you describe some of the shore excursions that are available? So I think you're a Kent girl, is that correct, Holly? So you... We're not just, as I said, famous for beautiful backdrops of cliffs and castles and cathedrals. We also are now becoming extremely famous for wine, which is an amazing thing to say about Kent and very exciting too. So a lot of our shore excursions now are not what people would expect to normally do in our county. A lot of our shore excursions now are going to taste wonderful wine in our wonderful green vineyards that we have in Kent and also play golf. So we have championship golf courses in our county as well. We can offer absolutely unique shore excursions. And that's what we're really working on is bespoke destination opportunities for guests to experience. Obviously, there's an absolute abundance of things to do within Dover or wider region, but also the fact that we've got the high speed train 60 minutes into the heart and centre of London also makes us the most accessible cruise port and destination for our capital as well. So there's enough right on our doorsteps in the wider garden of England, but also the fact that we've got this fantastic product of the high speed train into the heart of London also sets us apart from any of the other cruise destinations in the UK. Call me biased, being a Kent girl, you've got nature, you've got the wartime heritage as well with the white cliffs. And yeah, as you mentioned, Christian, the high speed rail network that can get you to lots of shopping hubs as well. Could you also tell me a little bit about any developments or upgrades that have taken place recently in terms of infrastructure for cruise ships? So we're actually working really hard at this point in time on our master plan across the entire port. So in terms of most recent upgrades in our cruise terminals, 
not a huge amount has happened, but I think it's a case of watch this space. We're really working hard on some fantastic ideas and redevelopments for our port and cruise terminal infrastructure. One of the things that we're really working hard on is placemaking. The Port of Dover is a trust port, so we're not a big publicly listed entity or, or anything such like. One of the elements of that actually means is we're incredibly close-knit with our community, not just in terms of the local town, but also the wider region as well in terms of jobs, regeneration and growth as well. So we've just done a huge Lang reclamation in the western side of Dover, which is right alongside and adjacent to the cruise terminals. So we've done a huge amount of public realm work there. We've just had two weeks ago a new independent coffee shop where you can go down, have fantastic coffee, cakes, sandwiches, and beers as well before we start opening up a new electric hotel that will open in about 18 months' time as well. So there's a huge amount of work and F&B and commercial opportunities in and around the port that means there's even more reason not just to transit through or go and see the various different historical sites, but also stay and remain in and around the town as a real destination as well. So there's lots of things in the pipeline. Watch this space on the cruise terminals is our clear message, but we're really working hard in terms of creating Dover as even more of a destination than it is today, as Sonia outlined. Well, for sure. I mean, this year you've got 73 turnarounds, I think, 11 inaugurals. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it's a busy year. So as I said, we're back and the whole industry is starting to feel like we are definitely back. So that's an exciting time. That's brilliant news. Now you exhibited at Sea Trade Cruise Global this year and your stand attracted a lot of attention. So perhaps you could tell us a little bit about that stand and how it came about. Our stand in terms of our messaging started in 2019 when we had our stand, which was entirely produced and made from plastic that had been taken from the world's oceans. And the idea behind that stand is we wanted a sustainable stand. We wanted a stand that we could put into place in Miami, store it in Miami and use it for at least three years and then have an end life to that. But it would be sustainable for us to keep it there for three years. Sadly, COVID hit. So when we came to go back in 2020, the stand was left in storage. And then, as we all know, we came back to Sea Trade this year. And when we wanted to bring that stand out, it'd been sitting in a warehouse in Miami in the heat for three years. So we had to come up with a new idea. And that's when we met up with the previous team that had worked with us on the old stand. And we met up with a guy called Nick Marks, who now runs a company called Pie Factory. And they are a sustainability company looking at ways to exhibit with stands in a far more sustainable way. And as I said, we looked at it and thought, what are we going to do this year? We can't use the old stand. We'll need a life for that old stand, but we'll need something new this year. And we thought about Miami and the fantastic art quarter of Wynwood and what could we do? Could we bring artists into our exhibition? And that's exactly what we did. We commissioned three artists from a company called Before It's Too Late, and they came and created an amazing mural over the three and a half days that we were there at Sea Trade. So we turned up, we had a blank canvas, and by the time we left, we had an amazing mural of our wonderful port, cliffs, castles, and it's an amazing non-profit company. They're a sustainable art company who look at nature and wildlife and absolutely we're on message in terms of our whole cruise industry, how we're looking at being more sustainable and our whole environmental messaging. And as you said, Holly, it was really well received. And just the excitement really around the stand. So I think it was brilliant. 
it was great to see stand kind of develop on the journey that sustainability obviously would take it there's nothing's going to happen overnight so the fact that it took three days to develop was fantastic and also in terms of the circular system as sonia was talking about in terms of the old stand the old stand isn't just being thrown away landfill it's actually arrived back in the uk thanks to our cruise partners for bringing that back from miami where it's now being turned into 25 different stools for local schools local communities and we'll be doing our normal community outreach program in order to teach the various different local communities and schools all about sustainability and the message and how important a role that plays for the cruise business and industry. So it's a great story to be able to start sowing and spreading quite early. I have to quickly put a quick shout out there for Princess Cruises, actually, that brought that stand back on the Island Princess. And uh, it's on its way now, as Christian said, to be remade into these wonderful chairs for local schools. So we're really excited. It has an end story. And also going back to the mural that we had produced, we're going to bring that back to our terminal in the UK. We walked away from the stand, leaving nothing going to landfill. It was a great thing to do right in thinking that with the previous stand that's now going to have a new lease of life in schools that was re-recycled yeah yeah it, it came from plastic from the oceans which is horrendous when you think about it people were shocked they, they stood in front of the stand and said oh my goodness look at all this plastic and we said well that's just a tiny bit in reality but it's just to show how we can reuse that and uh, and yeah, it's great. It's got an ongoing story. And those chairs will always have that ongoing story because if they're not used in the schools, we'll bring them back and we'll continue that. They're in our possession now, so they won't ever end up back in the sea or going to landfill or any of that. That's so reassuring, Sonia. To my final question. So sustainability, as we've discussed, it's hot on the list of priorities yeah. and rightly so. So is there anything else that Dover is going to be doing in the months or years ahead to become more sustainable? There's a lot of discussion obviously around shore power across the industry at this point in time. What we're really keen to do is obviously not standing here being preachy in any way, shape or form. The whole purpose of, of the stand and the activities that we're doing is to really shine a spotlight on all the various different activities that can happen in the cruise industry. It's not a silver bullet, as I say. There's everything down from recycling, reducing the use and all the way through to the fuels that are actually being used and required as well. So one of the things that we've been doing at the Port of Dover and we've made our statement of intent quite clear is that by 2025, we will be net zero as a port which is already 25 years ahead of any kind of regulation and mandate which is quite a statement in itself we recognize that we're only 0.4 percent or so of the entire emissions across the industry or across our port system alongside our various different operators on the ferry side and also the ports across the channel we wrote a letter to the cop president back in may so alok sharma the uk currently holds the presidency of cop until the end of the year when it passes on to egypt and also the uk department for transport, stating our ambitions and intent to be the UK and, and if not the world's first high volume green corridor. So COP26 in Scotland last year was announced around the Clybank Declaration and how do we start creating net zero maritime corridors. And we absolutely see ourselves as the UK's premier and Europe's leading ferry port and including crews within that. So how do we decarbonize the entire port itself, all of the land side infrastructure, all of the water-based infrastructure, and also the vessels that are coming in and out. So we're working really hard, not only with our port sisters, our operators, and our local authorities in order to make this really happen by 2030. So the message that we're trying to put out there is shore power isn't a silver bullet. It's a hugely expensive, complex, and challenging process that we 
we've got ahead of us and it's all about collaboration no one port or operator should be doing this on their own it's all about research and development with universities local authorities operators ports all working together on what is an incredibly important topic not just for the industry but also the whole economy and world going forward Well, that's great to hear, Christian. Well, that's all from us. Thank you so much, Sonia and Christian, for this whistle-stop tour around Dover. And I look forward to hearing more about the Garden of England in due course. And we hope to see you back home very soon, Holly. Come back and see your parents back in your county. I'll be there. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye.